0: <laughs> uh, 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 uh.
1: Oh, I still don't have an intro. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, like, we can workshop it. OK, actually, let's let's just wing it. We'll do no. it live, okay? We'll do it live. we got to wing it. Yeah. OK. The amount, the amount of times <laughs> that you idea. yell at me. What, what's that? The amount of times you're just
0: yelling into the camera. <laughs> What does your significant other think? She's crazy.
1: He's like, why are you yelling all the time? You're li- I have pain, Kane. I'm a pain. I'm a Knicks fan. You're listening to your Kane's Black Magic is fucking taking over the world NBA podcast with David and Kane. Kane, you lucky <laughs> bastard.
0: This, This isn't really happening.
1: Look, listeners, we're talking about today's game. The Super Bowl is now set, featuring my co-host, Kane's childhood team, his first love, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, are now in yeah, the Super Bowl. it's true.
0: No, I all true. It's,
1: I've been a fan for a long time, and
0: basically my entire adult life, uh, they have, haven't won, basically. They haven't made the postseason, they haven't done very well in the regular season, they've just been one of the worst teams in my adult existence and finally 2021 uh they 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 beat Drew Brees they now rec- most most recently beat Aaron Rodgers in the championship game and now they're going to the Super Bowl they're going to the Super Bowl and it just it's just crazy like I, when it happened when it finally uh, when they finally got the first down to uh, you know clinch the win, I just was jumping. And then even then, as I was jumping, I was like, okay, game's not over. Maybe they could fumble the snap or something like something crazy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I was just like jumping around and crazy. Like I, I, it just it just like set in like finally going. I like I'm really like, c- cause just getting to the postseason was good. Like to me, like. Tom Brady taking the Buccaneers to the playoffs is like, like pretty good. Like, I'm happy. If they win one game, I think that's done. Like, mission accomplished. The fact that they won three games now in the playoffs and now they're going to the first ever Super Bowl since 2003.
1: This team was an absolute joke. Okay, relax. It just so happens that luck would have it that when you were a little boy, when you were a very little boy, they won a the Super Bowl, and for some reason, I think it was more around the logo. You liked pirates. You liked Disney.
0: Yeah,
1: probably. There's probably a bit of that. The logo resonated with you as a little boy. <laughs> Can you stop talking about little boy? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we don't. We don't have any sponsors anyway. You loved your Buccaneers so much that you would defend Jameis Winston, a rapist. Him. Oh, okay. Um. Unconfirmed. A sexual assaulter. A sexual assaulter in Jameis Winston. And it hurts you, Kane. I know yeah. you're a good person. I know when I was talking to you about Jameis Winston, you had mixed feelings inside, even though you didn't let me know. You defended him. Oh, I, I, I trust in the justice system. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna let the justice okay. system do the thing. I'm Forget not- about off-court issues. He was a turnover machine. He basically threw as many turnovers as touchdowns. I want to now give you the floor. Share your feelings with us
0: <laughs> Well, just to touch on that journey, um, Brady has won six super Bowls before has been at 14 championship games't uh, I, I and is now in his tenth super Bowl. I, I think it's it's just extraordinary and like usually when these kind of star players, whether there's a leBron james or I know Michael Jordan joins, like, and maybe that's the most famous case, like Michael Jordan joining the Wizards, maybe it was a bit old, but you don't know, like, how impactful someone can be. And sometimes it can be as great as LeBron joining the Lakers or joining the Heat, or it can be as mediocre as, like, Jordan joining the Wizards, kind of thing like that. You just don't know which way it can go. Uh, especially because Tom Bray is 43. Usually people of that advanced, advanced age don't excel in the NFL. They're not like top passers anymore. Uh, Tom Bray still has it. He still is one of the top quarterbacks in the league. And more than anything, he served as just instant culture changer. Like I didn't, I never believed, I never truly believed my team could ever get an instant culture changer. Like we can talk about the Nets later because I think Kevin Durant can be that. But they have struggled, like coming out of the gates. They're struggling, jelling together, and everything. Tom Brady out of the gates, just. I mean, it's. I mean, it's football, so it's harder. I feel like it's harder because it's way more people, way more players. Is the entire organization has put so much faith in this one person, and for him to just pull everyone together uh, without a training camp during a pandemic, no fans in the stadiums, traveling under the strictest conditions, family and friends and making all these sacrifices to ensure that you stay healthy. Um, playing these 18 games uh, for them, or I don't know how many games now, but 16, yeah, 19, they've played 19 games now um, where they've faced probably the toughest season ever. Like, we, I I, I can't understate. And then not only are they in the Super Bowl, they're, they're the first team ever to make the Super Bowl and host it. They're playing in the home stadium in tampa like i look to the citizens of tampa too like um i know they've put up with the raptors as residents I mean, for the still, time being but it's... this is title town you know like the bucks are in super bowl the the rays went to the world series the the lightning won the stanley cup and yeah maybe the raptors have some some gold as well in the in the recent past but, but i really think that i mean this is a special time in town like i have no affiliation with tampa apart from well, maybe as you said liking the pirate logo when I was a little kid but I, I just think it's 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 an amazing time to be uh, you know at least a sports fan and Ta- uh, especially if you're from Tampa and around the world if you're a Bucks fan and it like you know I, I think I speak for all Bucks, fan, Bucks fans when it's like it's not it doesn't seem like real life it it's the the simple fact of getting Tom Brady was already a win in my books. Like just having Tom Brady, having the national spotlight, having, um, on all the storylines around the season, all the drama. It was just I think that was special enough, and now we get another two weeks of Buccaneers coverage. It's it's really a dream come true, and you know I, I I mean I'm selfish. I want the Bucks to win, obviously, but I think. I think this team has done enough to just cement itself as one of the best Buccaneers seasons of all time. You know, win, lose, win or lose. To be honest, and yeah, you know, I just feel like I can't, I can't be happier than than
1: how this team has gone. What I want to know is how did you make this happen? <laughs> how did you get oh. Tom Brady? Got him Gronk. God. I
0: don't know well I think i I think with the organizations it always starts it starts with the owners the owners like is so important to the su- success of the team like they're the ones signing the checks but they can't just be they they I mean this they're either so involved or not involved like they it, it's a really delicate balance of of how they're involved in the team I guess and the way they hand, I think they they handled
1: everything. For all this to be happening at once, I'm not just talking about the Buccaneers, just your entire sports fandom and your life is just clicking together at the same time. Like, what are the chances? <laughs> My life. I'm serious, I'm serious. There's cosmic, I feel cosmic energy here. I don't, I, I'm scared, I'm scared. I have to be honest.
0: <laughs> I don't know what's happening.
1: I don't know what's happening, I really don't. like. I'm not a Brooklyn Nets fan, I'm not a Buccaneers fan. And for me to witness this, it's incredible. If you well, ask the me- The Nets haven't
0: won anything yet.
1: How, how are you managing this? This will break me, I think.
0: I don't know if you, Well, I was like, um, there's been a few moments in my life where I just was like shocked, like seeing the Buccaneers in, in headlines. And one of them was, um, I don't know if you remember this player, but Jeff Garcia. yeah, football maybe player? Maybe in 2007. Do you, do you remember him? Yeah, sorry. He's a, he's a football. I think he's Canadian or something too, actually. I can't remember. But um, his name is Jeff Garcia. And he was like an all quarterback, but he was pretty good. And he decided to join the Bucs. I remember when I heard that news, I was like just shocked because I wasn't expecting it. For some reason, maybe it's, a, it's the age we live in now because everything is reported ahead of time. But when I kind of... Like when the when the idea of Tom Brady going to the Buccaneers was picking up steam... Like that initial sort of storyline was like happening for a long time. So when it finally happened, when the news finally broke, I was like adjusted for it. I, I, it was like a bit of a soft landing, like when it finally landed, the impact isn't as big as like when I heard Kobe died, which is just like, what, whoa, wait, what, like, this can't be real. Um, and I, I guess when you play games and you're seeing it happen live, you know, there's always a possibility the Bucks can win or, you know, whatever. Like, you, you, you hear it, like, the winning the game, the leading the game, like, the up 28 10, um, like, they should have, they should win and they should have won by more points, if anything. Like, it should have been a more, more of a comfortable victory, if anything. Um, but I guess the moment that they clinched a victory, I, I was, you know, super happy, like, super excited. Um, but, like, I don't know, to your point, like, seeing the Nets. Having the free aging success and trade and then trading for James Harden and then the Buccaneers. Like, I know it's happening at the same time, but it's not quite something I register at the same thing. It's, uh, it's big, bec- yeah, I don't know, because I read, I like, consume sports uh, articles all day and I see this shit all the time. And when I see rumors, it, it gives me expectations. So I'll be more sad and like, so I'm more saddened by things that don't happen as opposed to happy by it happening because I've, I've been anticipating it for such a long time. And now i got two weeks to build up the hype of the Buccaneers going to Super Bowl. And, you know, the Super Bowl is a long affair anyway. It's like there's a halftime show, there's more commercials, there's longer breaks. It's like a fucking four-hour thing. Um, I'm experiencing for the first time being a fan of one of the teams. Um, so that will be interesting. Um, but by the end of it, I think even a win, it, it's... Like it'll be surreal, but it will be like something that I can adjust to because I've been watching, like I'll be watching like now four hours or whatever, how many hours of the Super Bowl. And I guess it will be too because, you know, we'll see we'll, if the Chiefs are... But the, the difference is, let's put it this way, like you know, a couple of years ago when the Falcons were being the um, Patriots twenty-eight three, you could have walked away from that, that TV and said, okay, good victory Falcons. But if you're a Patriots fan, you'll just hang to hope that a miracle happened and every single second that passed, a little miracle happened, a little miracle happened here, a little every little play that happened went to Patriots' way. You're saying then that's when you're like, Oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever. Because those are things that you're not expecting. You're not you're not cushioning for those impacts. And um, you know, I I guess that's how I've been able to, you know, settle into these moments because yeah, the things that I, I have been able to anticipate ahead of the final result.
1: I want you to rank these three moments in your life. Your wedding day. <laughs> yeah, God. Adopting the family, adopting the family dog patch. Were three watching Tom Brady beat Aaron Rodgers en route to the Super Bowl. It was probably that order. I want you to rank them. <laughs> It's probably that order. <laughs> what did I say first? Because actually,
0: uh, the, uh, probably the marriage, then the dog, and then the, then the Super Bowl. Joe,
1: I know, I know. Just tune out for a second. I need a real answer from K. <laughs> okay,
0: yeah. It's, it's the Super Bowl, getting the Super Bowl number one. No, because you know, to me, I've been such, a, I've been a fan of losing things for so long. I'm actually, I, I, maybe this is fake, but I, I think, and I'll still support them. But I think my, my hardcore fandom will pro- probably, I'll probably be done if they win. If they actually win, I think I'll, I'm, like, I'm good. Like, that's it. Like, I'm, I'm going to retire from hardcore fandom. I'll just become more of a casual fan. It, it, it feels like hard work. I, I know like American people, you know, take it for granted but for a long time even as a kid like as a 12 year old if you can imagine i was waking up to watch football like i was i was awake by four o'clock three three a.m some games you know just just to tune into games sometimes i was too tired i went back to sleep but always during football season i was i was awake to at least be there at
1: the start just to look at the logo and watch your team lose
0: just to look at the logo sometimes honestly back in the days it was just to see the scores and i would just refresh the screen like refresh the page to see the the score changes or you know the next play when the next play happens like i i mean i've I've, you might have some
1: mental problems
0: maybe yeah i think i do but i've been like (laughs) supporting them i've been supporting at least nfl not monetarily but just emotionally uh for so long and like like it's like, it's not tough because I, I love it, but I think I'm ready to hopefully retire if the Bucks win. That's what, that's what I think.
1: I think that's a good strategy. There's no, like, this has got to be one of your top, like, life moments, right?
0: One time I, um, I found this, like, really cool flower on the street. It was, like, purple. It was, like, a gradient purple, like, gradient, like, purple to pink. And then, like, a guy next to me was like, oh, I really want that flower. And then I was like, no, I found it. And then he's like, I'll give you 20 bucks for it. And then I was like, 40. I was like, okay, deal. And he gave me $40 for the flower. What? This is this real? And that was yesterday.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making it up.
1: Did he also ask you for a kiss?
0: <laughs> yeah. But I said $40 and a kiss. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my god God. no i think you i don't think it gets any better than this like if they really win this year you got to just like cash in i think you need to cash in right i think i think that's my mentality and and that's like you said that makes total sense to me this is sort of the end of your it's like the end of this book right it's the end of this chapter in your in your life yeah hopefully it's sort of the ultimate payout right if if it happens Mm. hmm Going back to the, the specific game today, though, you thought it could have been a, a larger victory. I thought, and I only tuned in in the fourth.
0: Yeah. So what, what was the score when thought you tuned it in? it was
1: really tight.
0: Yeah, and then during that fourth quarter, he threw t- two in a row that you would have seen.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I was like, what the fuck? He threw an interception. Um, and then I was like, oh, shit. Like, I think it's turning. Because all mm, I saw was definitely. like... The fourth, right? You know, the, the thing that Aaron Rodgers is known for, and why I like Aaron Rodgers, is he, he he he's known for the Hail Marys. Yeah. You know, this is a player that doesn't get tight down the stretch. This is a no. the player that, you know that beats all the odds, right? That elevates his game in those final moments. And I was like, mm. oh shit, this is like okay, this is this is getting into a bit of danger zone. So that's from my perspective, but were you feeling the pressure at that point? Uh, just to back up a bit, the 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 Bucks uh, on the last
0: play of the second of the first half had a Hail Mary of their own, uh which uh, I guess the defensive scheme of the Packers was badly designed and um got had a guy wide open on the side um for Tom Brady to just like give a layup to that to that guy like just right in his bread basket, um and he was just wide—not wide open, but like pretty open for NFL standards—and that was like a huge gaff to let us, you know, let seven points on the on the on the on the scoreboard just before the end of the first half, which was like a, I don't know, like a forty-yard bomb or something, like more than that. And then um, on the neck on the first drive, the Packers got the ball to begin the second half, and then um, they turn it over. It was a fumble. Um, the running back drops the ball as a fumble, we return it all the way to like the ten yard line. And then the very next play, Tom Brady throws another touchdown. So at that point we're up 28-10. And then at that point I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, like Packers are good, like you said, Aaron Rodgers is, is has ice in his veins. He he's not he's not feeling this. He's not he's not feeling too threatened. Like he might be a bit uneasy, but he's not like, Okay, shit, that's that's it. That's my that's my chances out the window. I knew they were going to come back, and what I knew though it was like at the end of the day, Tom Brady, as we all know, 10, 10 Super Bowl trips now, he was going to end with a ball in his hands. Like that's all I knew, either either to win it, like to attempt to win it, or to close out the game. And yeah, sure enough, both things came through. Aaron Rodgers um, came back, scored sixteen points in a row to, like you said. 20, to make it twenty-eight, twenty-three. Um, like Buccaneers had some lucky breaks too. Like there was a there was a two-point conversion that would have made a much closer game, and it just the the, the receiver just dropped it, just dropped Rogers' pass, and that was like like shocking. And then um, then what was it? Like yeah, Brady throws the ball like two two ba- two basically punts basically, but two like two heavy throws, deep throws, uh, where the pack is intercepted. Uh, and they don't capitalize. They don't do anything with the turnovers. So you know, as much, as 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 bad as the stat line looks, like three interceptions, like James Winston numbers, like three touchdowns, three interceptions. If you do if your offense, if Aaron Rodgers can't t- turn that into points, then it doesn't matter. It's as good as a punt. It just is a bad stat line. And yeah, sure enough, you know, we we do enough. We get a field goal, make it eight points. And then I think the play that everyone will remember is. Um Aaron Rodgers drives his team all the way down to like the to inside the goal, like, you know, first first to goal first first and goal. Um, his defended well, get to third down, and then uh, like Aaron Rodgers scrambles, he's scrambling, like on a third down play, he's scrambling and decides to throw it. He doesn't he doesn't you know, take it and run it. He like it seemed like he had enough space and I was like that I was panicked on that play, I was panicked. Um Unfortunately, from, from the Bucks' point of view, he he decides to throw into tight coverage and and you know incomplete. Uh, who knows what would have happened if he ran it? Like maybe if he didn't get, maybe he wouldn't get in, but he would have been so close that it might have forced the hand to go for the fourth down. But because it was incomplete pass and it was like at the six yard line or whatever, um, they decided to kick it.
1: When you were panicked, were you screaming at the screen? Were was this just internal? Were you internalizing all this?
0: Me, yeah. It's I mean if you ever see me watch sports. It's from years of training to keep as silent as possible uh, because I'm doing this at work. Um, But yeah, it's more of like a internal screaming and like maybe like a huge gasp kind of thing.
1: (laughs) Um, But yeah, like Joanne's like, why are you crying, (laughs) (laughs) Kane? It's just like like sudden,
0: (laughs) sudden, like sudden movement. Um, and then, actually, and then I was hugely relieved because instead of going for a fourth down, which the, the Packers have been like gone all all season, um, you know, going for a, uh, like short yards to for a touchdown, they instead go for a field goal and, and to cut it to five. No, yeah, to cut it to five. It was fourth down, which is the last chance to go. So they could either kick it or you know run another play. If they score the touchdown. They would have got six points. So it would have been... Um, it would and then have been, you do the
1: two-point conversion.
0: Yeah, so it would have been 31-29. And then they would have gone for the two-point conversion. And if successful, it would have been 31-31. And then probably overtime. Or Brady goes down the field and gets a field goal. But instead, the Packers coach, Lafleur decides to oh, kick... Oh, just
1: fire that. Just fire him. He might
0: be fired. Honestly, that's a bad decision. He decides to kick the field goal... To get three points so instead of getting potentially eight points at least six points they go for three points and the three points was a guarantee okay like that was a guarantee but what it means is they're giving the ball back with two minutes to go they had four timeouts because they had a two-minute warning so that four stops um, but at the end of the day you're definitely limiting your chances um, by giving the ball back to Tom Brady with, yeah, two minutes left, basically. And, I mean, I was,
1: I was happy. I, I was really happy because... He threw the game, that LeFleur. Oh. Being like, gu- guaranteed three points. Guaranteed three points, like, it's not the purpose of this game. The point of this game is to have more points than the other team. Adding three points and then not getting the ball back. Yeah, I had to play devil's advocate. The reason why he, I,
0: he explained this in his press conference is because they had three chances in the fourth quarter to... Get some points out of it, which included the turn- like the Tom Brady interceptions, and they weren't able to capitalize on any. On all three turnovers, they only got six points out of it. Um, so it's not a good outcome. And I guess Lafleur's thinking is it's been really hard for us to to move on this team. So, which I don't agree, but because it's been tough sledding, like let's just go for three points. Let's use the timeouts. Let's just like let's like pray our defense gets them off the field and then we can get the ball back with no timeouts but
1: two like basically a minute and forty. I don't even watch football to know that's a terrible strategy that's what you do in the first quarter.
0: Yeah yeah I know I totally agree I totally agree.
1: This is like the fourth quarter this is two minutes left like okay that's that's great that's a good strategy with if this is like the first quarter right you have the rest (laughs) of the game let's get some points on the board this is two minutes in other words who cares if you lose by 20 or 40 points or, or one point? Like it doesn't matter, it's not a bad, you have to use your secret weapon at that point, which is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is a secret weapon.
0: And a lot of the times the announcers talk about the analytics,
1: I, I, I doubt the analytics was telling them to go for a field goal. I was reading that there, it was a slight advantage, like less than like maybe 1% advantage or 0.5 percentage advantage right. to, uh, to do the field kick, right? But that's actually not the point, right? Because in this instance, we have to think situation. Situationally, it's pretty simple. It's first and goal. You put it on Aaron Rodgers to, out of four chances, to throw you a touchdown, right? Yeah. To get you anything. Yeah. So throw away the rest of the stats. That's all you need to know.
0: Yeah. That's all uh, you need to
1: know. I, I, I entirely... And if that happens, all the pressure now is on... I was going to say the Patriots, is on the Buccaneers, right? They're,
0: they'll still be up, right? They'll still No, be no, up. they'll be tied. Well, yeah, I guess the two-point conversion, but let's just say they made the two-point conversion. It would have been a tied game. I guess even then, like, two minutes to go, I would still think the Bucks have a pretty good chance of getting a field
1: goal. So, like, the Bucks had a lot. I think it's just, just totally different, though, because, like you said, there's they should have been up further, right? Mm. Um, then there was some critical mistakes and just the fact that you let the other team get back this much and what you thought was you're, you're kind of cruising and all of a sudden now it's tied. I think the pressure is on and who knows what happens. I think it's a toss-up, right, at that point. Mm. Um, it's possible, Which is to say that it's, it's not, if, if the Packers uh, squeezed out a win from that situation, it would oh, be incredible. It would be one yeah, of the most incredible yeah. wins, right? So, which is to say it's not like, I'm not saying that they were going to win, but I just think the pressure shifts so dramatically. But to your point, I mean, this is all conjecture. This
0: is just purely like just, you know, theorizing. But I mean, it is Tom Brady. And I don't. I just don't doubt anything that Tom, if you give the ball to Tom Brady with enough time that he can't do something with the ball. Um, I mean, that's how we got the field goal, to, like, to make an eight-point game. It, like, we weren't doing so well uh, in the second half. And... Tom Brady was able to muster a few first downs in the Garrison field goal range and and the, and the kick-up came through. It was like a 50-yard field goal or 46-yard field goal and in the cold and, you know, because it was snowing before. They had the top on the field before. It was it was a snowy game. It didn't look like it, but it was it was a snowy day and, uh, you know, I think, yeah, like, they came through and, you know, yeah whatever, in the end of the day, they, they, they did what they had to do. Like, Going to Lambeau, which is a storied place to play, beating Aaron Rodgers, the MVP of of, of the league. Um, I don't think many professional media guys picked the Bucks to win the game. Um, so, you, yeah, clearly the odds were stacked against them. Did
1: you find that super strange? Because immediately I was like, oh, like what am I missing in this game? Like, I wanted to text you at that point. It's like, what... Like, what the fuck? I,
0: I was, I mean, I was just so relieved. I was like, oh my God. Like, I thought, I, I was so sh- I was shocked, I guess. Because, yeah, you're right. I if, if any rational person, even you as a casual fan, knew that Aaron Rodgers, the best, well, second best quarterback in the league, had four chances of getting a touchdown. Yes, I would take that
1: like nine out, nine times, but... You throw away the numbers. And if you don't win with that, you then you don't yeah, win. Who cares? I just, no one's going to say anything about yeah,
0: it. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Especially because you need the touchdown to tie the game. Anything less than that is not tying the game. You still have to get on a touchdown anyway. Very puzzling. Because it's not like they kick it and then they only had to kick it again. No, they had to kick it and then still get a touchdown later. So it, it was baff... It was pretty puzzling. I, Aaron Rodgers probably relished it. He probably wanted it. He wanted that fourth down pass. He...
1: This is what's going to drive him away. They didn't give him the opportunity to win it. That's the thing, right? Mm. If, he, if he gave them the opportunity, he didn't convert. Mm. He's going to be at peace with himself, right? Because he put it out there and he didn't convert. And that's okay. That's just part of the game. But you don't give him that opportunity. You don't even give him the ball back, so that you let him sit there for like two minutes just to stew, just to stew about this stupid decision. I was hurt. I was hurt by it.
0: Uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah. When I saw it, I didn't think so much about oh, poor Aaron Rodgers. You're right, but you're right. Like he's gonna stew. What he was, he was doing Then uh, at the end of the game, he looked super pissed when he came and shook Tom Brady's hand. And he's going to think about this all off-season and the media is going to talk about it all off-season. And there's going to be a lot of articles swirling around Aaron Rodgers' future. He even hinted as much in his press conference saying his future is uncertain in Green Bay um, because they also $30 million over the cap. So there's a lot of uh, you know personnel decisions they have to make. And Aaron Rodgers, obviously, they don't want that conversation. They want to keep Aaron Rodgers, obviously. Um, but I think Aaron Rodgers himself thinks like, well, you know, what the hell? Like, you don't trust me in this situation. You draft my replacement in the first round. Um, like, what do I have to do, like, to get some credit, to get some
1: respect around here? So disrespectful! It's so disrespectful. So, do you think that um, Lafleur should just be fired? Just fire this dumb bum ass?
0: Well, I didn't exactly know they're, because really, they've. I know, you're, I know what you're going to say, like, this, it doesn't matter. But they have finished 13-3 and the past two seasons. Um, and I don't know what their relationship has been like. Like, maybe there's a few tense moments, like, in this last game and maybe last playoffs there's been tense moments. But I think overall they've probably had a lot of good moments and given the fact that they've been extremely successful, they've only lost a handful of games. So the most important thing is their relationship, not on... These, like you know, important decisions. But in a vacuum, it's just one or a few mistakes that maybe is made. So, like I'll put it on the relationship. If Rodgers doesn't want LeFleur, then LeFleur's out. Um, it also depends on organization. They might prefer LeFleur to coach the new quarterback, um, whose name is Jordan Love. They picked in the first round. Maybe they, they Rogers
1: should just leave
0: yeah, then, yeah, so that's what I'm saying, like maybe the organization's going to pick the coach over Rodgers, which is probably an all time mistake, but yeah, I mean I don't know fuck it's it's probably the same mistake the Patriots made when they let Brady leave because they thought he was getting up their own age, which is true, but th- the problem is Tom Brady's still playing as well as he ever has and um, I think Rodgers is, like, 37. Rodgers, like, is still in his prime. And Brady, when he was 37, 38, he made it on the four Super Bowls, which includes this recent one. So, late 30s is not too old, at like, you know, in these
1: days uh, as an NFL guy. Rodgers is looking good. He's looking good. He's looking like so said, good. There's a, uh, there a couple of scramble situations where he looks quick. Yeah, He, he can looks look, much quicker than Brady.
0: I just don't trust... You know, like I, I don't, I don't think this coach is anything good. I've seen them lose back to back to back NFC championships now. Um, I don't rate this coach at all. I hope he does get fired, but you never know these
1: organizations. They just have weird loyalty to guys. I don't think the relationship with Aaron Rodgers and the coach is good. It's probably not. afterwards. Aaron Rodgers was saying that he didn't. He wasn't even told that that was going to be the play. Yeah,
0: he's probably it's probably not good. Like great, especially now. But I'm just saying that maybe it could survive if they had a fairly good relationship apart from this. But I, I agree, probably not.
1: Aaron Rodgers specifically said during the press conference that if you told him that this, if you told him that you know at uh, fourth down, yeah. th- it would have been a kick, then yeah. he would have changed how he threw the first yeah, exactly. three. exactly. So like, oh, what? No, no communication. What do they have all those like fucking earpieces for? This is Aaron Rodgers' team, okay? Yeah,
0: but it's still weird. Like I know people don't like this this opinion because look, they made the NFC Championship game, but it's just weird drafting a your replacement when you're still in the height of your game. It's like if Michael Jordan uh, is about to win his third championship and and they fucking select I don't know the in in I don't know like this is this is weird to me. It, 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 it was just, it was so strange that they even drafted a guy uh, to be his replacement when he's still in his, in his absolute prime. Um, he's going to win the MVP this year. Um, what? So you're going like, to give the keys to this kid over the MVP? Um, it's just crazy.
1: I don't like that situation in Green Bay at all because I know previously they had that fat, fat ass McCarthy there and he was like garbage. And for a number of years, they just didn't surround Aaron Rodgers with anything.
0: Right. So you, you're, you're, you're most, uh, you will say your fa- most favorite team in the NFL is the Packers?
1: I don't have a favorite team, but my favorite player is Aaron Rodgers. Right. I see. So I follow Aaron Rodgers. I follow the player. I don't follow teams. Mm. I remember that drafts.
0: I remember who the Bucks drafted. We drafted fifth overall. Um he drafted a really good running back too, but he got injured. Um he retired a long time ago. But it just makes me think like, imagine if we got if we had Aaron Rodgers and <laughs> we drafted him. Even you would have been like a
1: Bucks casual... fan. <laughs> no, I would not have been a box fan. No, I choose winners only, please. Aaron Rodgers, okay. It would if
0: Aaron Rodgers was in the box.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe. Jesus. If you work your black magic, maybe uh Tom Brady retires and then you get Aaron Rodgers as like the replacement like why not
0: why this, not especially I mean, like
1: I think Tom Brady opened the door for like this kind of situation it's like look just exactly a, good a
0: big team. reason why we were able to get the same same reason as you know getting Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving is because the 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 nucleus the core of the team was very solid and we had a lot of talent mm. to work with um, Tom Brady didn't want to start bare he didn't have enough talent surrounding him in New England with the Patriots and he f- was starting to not get along with Bill Belichick, you know, his 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 coach and basically his life partner, professional life partner. And he wanted that change the scenery. And I think you could say the same thing about Kyrie, Kevin Durant or any other superstars that, had, you know, change teams um, looking for something new because maybe LeBron's different. He went to a worse situation going to the Lakers. Have you been watching like... The Chiefs? Do you know much about them?
1: I know that they have the the hot quarterback, like yeah. as in the best quarter, one of the best quarterbacks he's right now. The,
0: he's the best right now. He's probably the best.
1: Yeah. But I have to tell you, Kane. I have to tell you, I'm not gonna call who's. I'm not gonna call who's gonna win this year. But I like my chances with the Bucks. I think it's a lot of pressure. I, they're not going to be favored. They weren't favored against Green Bay. They cert, like they were barely favored. I don't think they were favored against the Saints. No, they, ha- they haven't been a favorite since like Washington. So I'm not saying they're the better team, but w- I'll say this. It's a lot of pressure to be back-to-back champs in the NFL,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that rarely happens.
0: That, yeah, I think the last time it happened was with the Patriots, Tom Brady.
1: And, I mean, that's happened maybe, like, a couple, of to- a couple of times in NFL history where you have back-to-back. The pressure is on the Chiefs to perform. It's not on the Bucs. The Bucks playing with house money. To so be
0: honest, I don't expect us to win. And I'm already kind of setting up my expectations, like, I'm happy that they were just in the dance to begin with. Like, I mean, the postseason. Like, just being in the postseason, I was, like, pretty happy. And I think I said, like, it was all, it was all, it was all cherry. Like just beating the Washington team and then versus the Saints. If they lost against the Saints, no big, no big. Like I would've been a bit sad that didn't at least get to the championship game, but the Saints were considered a better team overall, and most people picked the Saints. And then I was like, okay, well, you know, fine. But beating the Saints and then you know now beating the Packers, that was a pretty big upset, and. Um, I don't know. Like, can you do it? Can you can you can you upset teams three times in a row? Like at this level, like the best teams in the league, like the Saints. A lot of people picked as being Super Bowl favorites. The 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 Chiefs is obviously Super Bowl. The Packers are Super Bowl Super Bowl favorites. Like, I just I can't imagine the Buccaneers this lowly team from a tiny town in Tampa. Uh, can beat the, cha- the, the 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 titans of, of the NFL. So, you know, we'll see. Like, I'm just pessimistic in general, as you know. So, I'm happy. Like, I'm just going to enjoy the coverage for the next two weeks because I think that's as exciting as anything. Yeah, like just,
1: absolutely. I think so, too.
0: Just seeing, like, all the players getting more in-depth on the... Like, to all the national media coverage of all the players that only, only true fans know of, like... Like Scotty Miller, I don't know if you know Scotty Miller, but he's gonna be he's gonna be dominating the news a lot. Um, he's he's a good he's a good player too, but he just doesn't get as many snaps as other players. Um, you're gonna learn a lot about these guys. Um, one player I want to kind of alert you about is his name is Sean Murphy Bunting. He's had three picks in three postseason games now, which I think is a record, like tied record or something. Um, but He's, like, extremely handsome. Like, I've never actually, like, saw a guy before and, like, thought, damn, he's, like, really good-looking, like, in terms God, of professionalism. Who's this guy? His name is Sean Murphy. Sean? Sean E. A N. Murphy Bunting. You should come Let
1: You see, he's super good-looking.
0: Yeah, he's, like, really handsome. Wow. Like, I've never really thought about it before, but when I saw him, like, I was like, whoa, this, this guy is, like,
1: attractive. He looks like just a normal football player. Is it his smile? <laughs> really? Huh? Is it his smile?
0: He's got a good. He's got a nice smile. He's got like little freckles on his cheek. His eyes, are
1: like oh. oh my god, you were like looking at the 4K. He's got quarters. like kind of greenish eyes as well. So you were looking really closely, right? Did you see the freckles. <laughs> yeah. Was this when you were kissing your screen when they saw the freckles? <laughs> I think it's yeah. I mean, it's not that. It's not that hard to see. No, he's definitely oh, he's, good. No, he's definitely good looking. But okay.
0: Well, I don't know. Like, it, it's, it's, I can't explain it. It's just when I first saw him, I was like, "Whoa, this, is this guy a football player? Look, looks like a model." That's just what I thought of when I when what? I first saw him. My point is, I think he's going to get a lot of uh, media coverage for the next two weeks. Right. Given the fact that right. he's he's performing really well entering the Super Bowl, and uh, yeah, like I said, I think he's probably the handsomest guy in NFL. Maybe there's others really
1: know. interesting i think our taste in black men are different rg3 is pretty handsome rg3
0: robert griffin the he's not handsome okay <laughs> you really have different he's not taste
1: he's not handsome
0: no i don't, you don't, I, like don't him? I don't i
1: don't think so um well let's say chris paul do you think chris paul is handsome no i don't i wouldn't say chris paul is super handsome i can, I can definitely understand it like he's classically handsome yeah right?
0: maybe that's that's the difference
1: he's got perfect hairline he's like chiseled he looks really good it, like in a suit and commercials he's very mm. photogenic
0: how about in the same boat like dwayne wade then do you think dwayne wade's handsome
1: dwayne wade uh, he's okay who's the handsomest? a basketball,
0: basketball player is easy i think uh who was it uh Basketball is a bit easy, of course, because you don't really you, you don't. I thought, um, not not recently, but when he was younger, Kelly Oubre like, was super handsome.
1: Right, right, but he's such a bad player that...
0: He's such a bad player, and, and all the... I guess the wear and tear on his face, like, all the... Ta- not, I, know no, I know there's no tattoos on his face, but... Yeah, he, he doesn't seem as good when he was younger. Like, when, he's, when he was on the... what team was it? The Wizards. I was like, dude, this guy is like freaking handsome,
1: right? Oh my god! Okay, we gotta make a list. Maybe do you so we make a list of.
0: Have you seen Kelly Oubre?
1: I've seen Kelly Oubre. I don't like him because he sucks. I think so. That's tainted me. But you're saying you like a younger, a younger Kelly Oubre.
0: Pre- When he was young, when he on the Wizards, when he was like, um, when he was picking up steam on the Wizards, I remember thinking like, whoa, this guy's like. This- it's gonna get all. He, he, I bet he gets all the ladies because he's like freaking handsome and he's an NBA player. Like, let alone just being an NBA player, like this guy's also like good looking too.
1: Yeah, after you think, I mean Ben Simmons, he's very pretty. Ben Simmons, is pretty. If you like the, the lighter color, brother. I was gonna say Devin Booker probably is better. Devin Booker, I think, is a bit too light for me. Ben Simmons is very pretty. Devin Booker looks kind of odd, like, I can't...
0: Well, I think Ben Simmons' face is a bit weird. His his face shape is a bit weird, but...
1: Devin Booker, I can't tell if he's white or uh, black.
0: And Devin Booker is kind of like, yeah, I, I agree, but he's definitely more... Bla- he's definitely
1: black. He's got, like, blushed cheeks as well. He's got, like, rosy cheeks. Yeah. So, uh, Devin Book- no, Devin Booker doesn't do it for me. He, like, it's too ambiguous. Like, I can't tell. Yeah, and also like you said, if he's got rosy cheeks, then I I prefer like a very consistent skin tone. Mm. Like in terms complexion, it's Drew Mm. Holiday. What? So random. Yeah. Yeah, I've been look. I've been looking at Drew. Okay, I've been looking at Drew. I was like, he's got nice skin. Okay, I like it. It's just like really smooth, right?
0: So a blot like a player who's blot like. Chris Katat, what's his name? K, K- Man. Chris Kamen. You didn't like Chris Kamen?
1: Oh, God. Uh, God. You're going of he, look, he looks Chris like Kamen? Look, he looks like a serial murderer. <laughs> he did. He murdered the rebounds. He murdered on the balls. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, no. Kamin. No, uh, no. Now, Drew hmm. Holiday. I've been, I've been paying well, a lot of attention you to You got man crush on Drew like. Holiday. Anyway, you see my point.
0: You know why I brought it up, though. You know why I was talking about Sean Murphy Bunting because my prediction is that he's gonna get a lot of press because um, it's two weeks. It's two weeks of, of of the media trying to invent stories or find like you know uh, hidden gems in the in the lock in the within the teams of the Chiefs and the Bucks. So my prediction is Sean Murphy Bunting is gonna get some airtime.
1: Okay, Kane. Amanda is, again, crashing our, our podcast, so we're going to have to wrap it up. But I want to ask uh, you one last question, yeah. which is, is it too early to talk about tattoos? Have you given this more thought? I, well, uh,
0: our- put it at 50-50 if they win. If they win, I'll like, I'll seriously consider it, and there's like a 50% chance I'll do it.
1: Have you floated this thought with others, particularly your family?
0: Uh, no, I will... I will ask uh, people close to me their thoughts on possible okay. tattoos if if uh, the Super Bowl champion does come to fruition.
1: Okay, but where would you put it? Where would you put it?
0: Uh put it on my ass. No, I don't know. No, not
1: your, No, not on your ass.
0: Oh, God. On my on God. my left. <laughs> Imagine one... if that
1: happened. What do you think what would you think Joanne says if you did that? If you put it on your ass. I'm
0: sure we'd laugh. That would be pretty funny.
1: <laughs> she would, no okay let's be serious well she laughed like if I did that I'm pretty sure Amanda would abandon me I'm pretty sure I'll be homeless as well as' unemployed I
0: mean no one will no one, like no one will ever really see it you know like unless you unless they catch see showering <laughs> like no no one's
1: gonna see it but just the fact that you knew that that happened like just if your spouse knew that you tattooed like a sports team on your ass like what does that say about the person right?
0: I don't know, is this funny?
1: <laughs> okay, well, you clearly you have not put a lot of thought. You, this is ridiculous.
0: Not th- <laughs> no, but I was thinking, like, just, just at the top of my head, I was thinking, like, for a design, like, it could just be the flag, like, the Bucks flag. Um, right. But it's, like, all filled in, so it's, like, not, like, super obvious. It's not, like, some, you know, cheesy rendering of the logo. Like, something a bit artistic, like that, like, I would like. But, like, not too big, like, something small. And, like, maybe, maybe my arm. Or, like, s- here, like... I don't know if you can see me, but like on the underside of my arm, so people can't see it.
1: How about a ring? How, you, how about you tattoo like on your finger? I don't know why, but
0: that just sounds unpleasant. Like it sounds painful in an unpleasant way. Like I have to see it all the time.
1: You can, do you wear your wedding ring? You can hide it underneath your wedding ring almost. Yeah, it's not, yeah, that's true. Also, it's closer to your skin. You keep your, the ones you love the most closest. Hmm. <laughs> How about the ass? The wedding ring goes on top. The ass? No, 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 no. That's, that's, I think that's, that's a waste. Like, I'm, talk- I'm being serious with you. If you put it on your ass, it's a waste. Not only would that be a poor reflection of you in terms of your, 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 mental, your well, mental well-being, I think also you, you can't enjoy it. No one can enjoy it because you can't see it.
0: I look in the mirror. I have it I have it like reverse. So only when I look at it in the mirror, it will like show the right way around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you want to constantly look at your, your own ass in the mirror? That's, that's, well, it gives that's me a what reason we're getting to. at here.
0: It gives me a reason.
1: I think it's got to be where you can see it, right? And obviously, like you said, it has to be like, you know, discreet as well. Okay, listeners. Uh, you wouldn't know that we have a, a basketball at season. least for the next two weeks for the next two weeks we're an NFL podcast we, we should just do a Sean Murphy podcast I have to go I have to go the, the master here the master's calling for dinner
0: <laughs> alright see ya
1: <laughs> see ya Issa Torres on the beat, boys Thank you for listening to Your NBA Podcast with David and Kane. If you enjoyed our show, please tweet us at Your NBA Podcast.